the Hummel Talk Show versus TV. It's your boy Troy. Excuse me. College is starting today. What's good? Up in these streets is rocking, baby. And it's your girl Yuri G. My name is Rick Elliott Davis. Glad to be here. I just gagged at the, the energy. I just gagged. Okay, I was not expecting that. Okay, you got it. <laughs> On Verse TV. Right, well, we're gonna go ahead and get into this tea. So, Rocky, can you go ahead and kick it off? Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, this subject is called sinking in, okay? Some rocky tea. Finally, <laughs> I got my name on some tea. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Finally, I mean, yeah, nigga got a spider up in this bitch. So it's fine. So, uh, so um, a fellow team brandy fan, myself, okay read that some people were complaining to the Brandy, uh, to that Brandy lip sync this Pandora performance. Have y'all seen the Pandora uh, performance with Brandy and Summer Walker? Okay, y'all better check it out. ASAP, it's on YouTube, it's dope, I like it, okay? But Aaron loves Brandy and thinks that she did lips did lip sync this time, but doesn't think it's a big deal. Brandy has vocally wowed us all, even acapella. We know that is her voice on the albums. Soul Train, uh, American Bandstand, uh, whatever award shorts she's on, okay? Uh, might accept it any, so the question is, might accept it any lip syncing be a slippery slope to everyone's lip syncing always, okay? Aaron Mack also recalls TLC that and I love me some TLC. That you are that that you are supposed to lip sync if you dancing hard. I guess to catch the breath and whatnot don't sound like a hot mess. Um, as lip syncing becomes more com uh, commonplace, might this open the door for hologram tour, living deceased uh, deceased artist's life, and uh, to be next to be the next big thing? Why would this be good? Why would uh, 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 would this be bad? Okay, so. Um, I will say that uh, as far as um, the performance, um, I've watched it a couple times, and there been some times where I felt like she was, you know, just just you know giving us performance. But we know Brandy can sing down. I've been to two of her concerts, and we know that that raspy voice and that them runs and the vocal bible, it's just you know what I mean it be sounding good. You know what I mean? It sounds good to me. But I don't mind her doing back vocal tracks because you know why? Every time she does it, I hear something different that she did from the albums. Because I listen to the albums. Okay, so she does something uh, for uh, for me differently. Um, do I think it's the wrong thing for um, them to, like, artists to do uh, lip syncing and, and, like, redo their vocal backings and all that stuff? No, I don't think it is because sometimes, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, the the voice may not be ready. You know, um, if you're a real singer, sometimes your voice gets strained and maybe you're not ready that day. So this is an easier way of doing stuff. Um, I'm sorry. I think I went off at a tangent a little bit. Um, <laughs> let me go back. Because, <laughs> you know I me, mean? I love me some Brandon, so you know I'm, I'm going to put Don't my, forget my, about the holograms and all that. Right, 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 right. Um, but do I feel like this might be a, a step thing for uh, any lip singing? Lip syncing, I do think that it, it could be because my thing is, um, you know, for a fact. I mean, I, I, it's the safe route, but I think that with an artist, um, you know, it, 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 you know, if they're dancing, like, 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 you know, what was mentioned earlier, like TLC, they do dance hard or whatever. Um, Brandy. You know, she may be doing some choreography that may, you know, be breathtaking or whatever. But, I mean, she's giving you the performance. You know, in this world, there's a lot of people that, that gives performances. I mean, hell, y'all act like Beyonce ain't never did uh, lip syncing before. Because I know that Heifer has done some lip syncing. I don't care what the Beehive say. You know, y'all have done, I know y'all have done some lip syncing since y'all time before, okay? So don't act like Beyonce ain't did it. Okay, and then... um. The holograms. Um, I would love to see 
some holograms, um, you know, being done by artists, you know, that, that were big. Um, me personally, I have seen TLC perform live, T-Boz and Chili. And I would love to see a hologram of Lisa Left Eye Lopez in the back or whatever, because I've been used to even seeing them on YouTube live and they always have Left Eye's voice in the back or they've used Little Mama at times. I would have loved to see a hologram of Left Eye. Um, the holograms I've seen recently, like of Michael Jackson for his like one of the newer albums and Whitney Houston, I was not pleased because they they didn't look like the artists. So I mean, if they can get the hologram to look exactly like the artist, you know what I mean? I don't want to see Michael Jackson with a distorted nose and eyes and Whitney looking like somebody. They need else. to go to the wax museum and bring that wax museum image of them out. Make the wax thing move. At least them <laughs> make them move. Make them look exact. They had to be because I'm a fan. I was always a Michael Jackson fan. I need you to smack dab. I mean, the last performance I saw that was a hologram for Michael Jackson was called Slave to the Rhythm off his, off his uh, 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 album where Tim Timbaland uh, put all together because it was like some unrecorded tracks. But when I saw Slave to the Rhythm, I was I felt some type of way because, I mean, dude did not look like Michael Jackson. It looked like a white man with a wig, a curly black wig and all this other stuff. I felt some type of way. So, I mean, if you make your people look the way uh, the artists look and... You know what I mean? Holograms could could make money. But my thing is like, would the artists themselves make money? I mean, you can bring Aliyah back, but Aliyah ain't gonna get the money. <laughs> you know, um, so uh, I will throw this uh, topic at Yuri. What what do you think, Yuri? What's your, what's your uh, thought about the, have you seen the Brandy Pandora live performance? I know you may be a Monica fan at times, you know, I don't know. <laughs> You know, but have you seen Brandy? Have you checked out my girl? What did you think about the lip syncing I mean, she, and all I mean, stuff? She did all right or whatever, but um, I, I hate when the girls try to compare her to Beyonce because what Beyonce actually does is she gives you a stage presence and she also performs and sings. Now, she may not be the vocal Bible, but we know that she delivers elsewhere. Um, and we're not going to uh, add in all this acting that Brandy does, and that is irrelevant to music. We're going to talk about her music career. And she needs to deliver if she wants to even be compared to Beyonce, because Beyonce moves numbers without doing nothing. She was on a hotel balcony doing 7-Eleven with a camera phone and did numbers. So we're going to move past that. And um, holograms, I don't think they're ever going to be the future because if I pay $750 to get to the front stage, it's because I want Beyonce to swing her sweat on me, throw me her towel, and smile and giggle at me and invite me backstage. So, <laughs> get her hair cut in a fan. Um, you know what? Are we going to talk about how no, no, Brandy no. um, took out somebody with her car? Uh-uh. Let's not go there. Uh, Let's still deal with that. God. I'm so sorry about that. Miss Ebony, we ain't gonna go with that. Lord Jesus. Take it away, Rocky. Who, who, who you calling, Rocky? <laughs> Anyways, Troy, little Troy, Troy, throw me a, some, some lifesavers out there. I need a lifesaver. I mean, it sounds like she really should have been singing that song that Rihanna had. I don't, you what? know, I don't want to be a murderer. Don't do what? that. Yeah, first of all, we're not yeah, trying to be we're, 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 we're not trying to, we're not trying to go this there. Week, and put I mean, it okay. out from under the table. Yeah, go ahead and move past it. Um, That's a whole I different show. It's okay if you can give an original performance. Um, Like if you pre-record it and it's an original performance and you really deliver it like it might have been something live, I'm here for it. But she don't delivered. something that you used at the BET Awards and then you used it at the Oscar Awards. And it's like, girl, it sounds like the same thing. Like give us something different if you're going to lip sync. And if you if you're not gonna give us a performance, um, bitch, you shouldn't be lip syncing. Mm. Oh, well, Troy, are you <coughs> yes, um, excuse me, no Corona. Because of today's job and where we are right now with Corona, because of technology, they have to. Because there's no way to guarantee that things are gonna be right now because they don't have the full setup that they used to have. So that's why she got to do it now. 
And that's why they have to do it now because everything has to be perfect when it comes mm. to technologies and the award shows being live and all that. They ain't got time for the band, for the for the for the homeboys uh bass, bass to stop playing, the guitar not hooked up right. We got shit to do. So because of Corona and how they formed concerts, that's why people got a lip sync. I'm not with the lip singing. I don't like it, but don't like it, but don't like it. I'm an artist and I fucking sang for hours when I'm with my band. I don't like lip singing because it's an escape. I don't, I know like when you do stuff like, like Aaron mentioned in the, in the, in the question, like American Bandstand and Soul Train, you can't help with certain things. That's a requirement. So that was nine times out of a ten a requirement because I'm sure she could sing and then have to lip sing. She wouldn't have lip sing because she, she gives down. But that's the I way saying, we're not going to act like Brandy can't sing. That's the way things. No, we're not saying that. That's the way we're going to leave that over there with Yuri. Um, that's why it's important <laughs> for you know in today's time for what to do what to do. But I feel like it cannot be a commonplace. It cannot be something that comes you know be be okay because then we don't need real artists. You can get any um um. Down the street, anybody, any one of these artists that say they're artists can make a video, can record music, can get their body done and look like a you know perfect body or what perfect person, and be an artist and lip sync. I saw they, they, they do that anyway, walking. though. I know, but that's the thing that's becoming now that we need to stop that shit. So what you're seen, saying is this is uh, that, that this new thing is um, coming out like RuPaul's Drag Race. No, no, I'm saying because of the times we're living in. We have Yuri. to do, they have to do lip singing now because of technology Yuri. being synced and being on time. It's not access to full on when things before now, they really have to be, you know, on point because they can't take no chances. Um, so that's why, but because of that, all these award shows are doing um, lip singing and it's not good. I don't like it. I don't like it. I saw someone, a Summer Walker performance the other day. Um, I think she's super dope. I take away from her uh, artistry, but I just she was lip singing, and I was like, it just takes away from the experience. Like I, I'm just one of those people. That, like microphone sing, let's do it. Sometimes you were too magnified to have a mouth, Troy. You sometimes have to... listen. Well, I mean, I'm an I, artist, I, and I pay attention. I'm not sometimes, a fan, but I just know that Brandy doesn't know how to deliver. You know, like ah, excuse me, like you play, is she just playing music and she's lip syncing? She's like. You know, like when Beyonce's lip sync and she, she. First of all, like, I, I Beyonce and her. Singing, but I know she not. Listen, we, we're gonna move, we're gonna not. we're gonna move along, but we're gonna have you and Beyonce and her lip singing ass. First of all, ain't no way you're doing a two-hour show and not lip syncing. Okay, don't tell it. it my mind when I found out that she was actually lip singing because I always was like Beyonce is the beast. Period. And then I found out Heavy she was lip singing. There's no way you can get the exact same show every Heavy night like on Broadway. Eye. I'm an actor too. On Broadway, they get the exact same show every night. Well, not the exact Heavy. same show because some things happen because it is live. Not on like Beyonce's show. So um, let's not go there. She was giving you what Brandy gives you doing a Brandy performance. She was not Beyonce doing all that shit, but right. she was giving she you what Brandy But the behind doesn't make it seem like Beyonce is perfect. You know, the behind. Yeah. Let's tag Rick in. Rick, what are you Come doing? on, Rick. Come on. You need to say some shit. Okay. Come on, Rick, right I just now. have a couple of things. I'm just going <laughs> to lay out some points, make some bold statements. Come on. You get it. Number one. Hey, you're right, Rick. You better not come at Beyonce. I'm not. Look, I'm you're not Rick. Rick. Time to talk. You spoke to the behind. The behind needed. Let's talk about, let's talk about lip syncs. Number one, Whitney Houston, The Voice. Super Bowl performance. It was a lip sync, but that has been credited, and I agree, as the greatest performance of the, the national anthem of all time. It sold millions of copies on a lip sync. Number two, sorry, Yuri, but um, Beyonce at the Barack Obama inauguration was a lip sync, but she yet slayed. And for those who came for her, for her lip sync, she did that at the press conference and let them know, you know, Ooh! any questions might drop. <laughs> but Rick, as long as they're not Fergie, as long as they're not Fergie, right? Who? I don't know. <laughs> you remember Fergie tried to do it. <laughs> he said who for a reason. <laughs> but with the but but with Brandy, I also want to bring fact that bring up two things. Number one, she did the Stences 2020 concert like a couple of months ago, killed sitting down on a stool, give you grown lady vocals, still giving you vocal Bible. Number two, the Soul Train Award performance a couple of days ago, literally, killed, slayed, 
giving you Slytherin teas, giving you, um, what was it? Harry Potter teas. <laughs> and so it's it's just like, yo, give people a break. Troy is a music artist. He knows what he's talking about. We're not in a day. Troy the shit. Troy is the shit. shit. Thank you. But wait, wait, but I had to interject. I had to in interject, Rick, because Mr. Mack wanted to talk about Janet Jackson. And you know I'm a Janet Jackson fan. Don't be coming for Janet, because she is a performer, not a singer. <laughs> and people could say the same thing about Beyonce. They have to be hollering. Who? We hollering and yodeling. Oh, I, okay. I, I, no. now see, you keep coming oh, for me. No, hollering and yodeling. Don't let me. Let's have your up. Come on now. <laughs> Girl, she whispering. But you try to gaslight. Like, you were trying to gaslight like your. Let's give Beyonce her credit because she is performing and dancing her whole tail off when she gives you a show. And no matter what people do, Beyonce is going to give you a show. And she does not do an entire show lip sync. And yeah, a lot of times, Troy, 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 a lot of times, a lot of times when artists are doing a performance, they have pieces or parts of their performance, performance that track, right. thing, but they have parts that they're singing full voice. It depends yeah. upon their choreo and their movements, but it doesn't mean they're giving exactly. you less, which I mean, exactly. it's Brandy, yo. Like, what does, she, gonna come for what does she have to prove anymore? Because Brandy is Period. the shit because she did everything that Beyonce wished she could. Bam. Period. Oh, no, we, we, look, we're going to change topics because we're not going to get stuck here. Uh, here we go, Aaron. Throw Mariah look, in there. Aaron talking about go. Mariah already. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Save the subject. We ain't going to talk about that. Oh, hi. <laughs> Listen, she needs to be lip singing now because she ain't got it still. She needs to work it out. That's the reason um, why she was mad at Ariana Grande. <laughs> we talked about that video, remember? Anyway, number two on our list today might be a little seamy for us to talk about because a lot of people may not have heard of this, may not know this. But um, this is brought to you by um, a Facebook group called According to Hip Hop, and this is called Destruction of a Generation. So as an 1983 baby, Aaron Mack does faintly remember the rapid shift in hip hop music to mostly gangster rap in the early 90s. That Crazy Bone is actually talking about in the letter that we read. So we read a letter, for those of you out there on YouTube, uh, Crazy Bone has a letter that he talks about this whole article, a uh, whole thing about the letter. So check it out on YouTube. The letter references a real and secret meeting held in 1991 with some of the most powerful um, key people in the, in, the, in the music industry, not just the hip-hop industry, but the music industry in general at that time, encouraging them to push rap music that glorifies illegal activity in jail time and downplay rap with a positive message. This would be to get more of the people arrested <clears throat> and sent to for-profit prisons, private prisons, <clears throat> for which the people in those secret meetings will also benefit, um, also profit. So Aaron first heard of this secret meeting around seven or nine years ago on a podcast with someone else. I never heard about it until today. So maybe some of you too. Um, uh, moving forward, now that we know, how can we bring back more of the positive rap slash hip hop? Um, acknowledging that the negative rap has been ingrained in our generation's mind for decades. So let's not forget that. It's been, in our, been ingrained for, for decades now. But how can we bring back more of the positive, more positive rap and hip hop? So that is the question. First and foremost, Never heard of this meeting. Always knew that something was up <laughs> because it, to me, it was no way how we want, shoot them up, bang bang, guns and cars, things you never have. You don't even own these things. All these things are rented to make you look like you have a lifestyle you don't. Never understood how uh, people glorified being able to have something that you be, things that you never had that you could just show off. To me, it was like monkeys with jewelry on in the video. They said, "Get up there and do it," and they up there, ooh, ooh, ha ha. That's how I saw it. Like. What were we getting from that besides killing each other? You know, besides bringing each other down? Well, we have a platform. Each Instagram, you know, Zoom, Facebook, you know, if you do music, your music platform, no matter who you are, we have platforms to make change and do things in our life and you make a choice. So clearly the people with the money made a choice that the rap music, and you know, of course, rap music predominantly black, right? A, a black artist anyway. What are we doing? And we still see that today. So how can we make it more positive? Listen, we've been through enough, okay? We've been through enough. We done heard, heard, hands up, don't shoot, I can't breathe, Black Lives Matter, Trans Lives Matter. We done been through enough. There's enough things to talk about that we can change rap and talk about some other shit. We done been there, done that. 
with the cars, the houses, the bitches, and the hoes, and you know all that shit. It's time to move on. Use your brain that God gave you. You you read books, you see things, you're educated. It's more it's more to life than that. Utilize that power that we have now to make change. I'm an artist, and I, I can say that I challenge myself to do that. Um, and mostly white people buy rap music. You write about that, Aaron. Um, we, we portray this and we put it out there, and the white people buy it, and guess what they do? They turn around with their homeboys in the hood and do the same thing that we doing. Try the same thing that they want us to do. That shit cool. It, so this has been a cycle that we know now, especially through this article and shows like this. We know now. So now that we know, if you're an artist out there, if you're a rapper, you want hip hop, do some different shit. You know what I'm saying? They've been there, done that. Figure some other shit out. Do something different. Use your voice and power to stand. We done been through all. And, and this 2020 alone, we done been through enough shit that you can rap about that could be more of a positive message than the bullshit. Um, so that's my, my two cents on that. I just want to make sure that I got all of it. Um, I'm going to go to Yuri on this one. Yuri, talk to me. Yes, that was everything. Moving forward now, how can we bring back the most the positivity of hip hop, rap and hip hop? Um, well, first, I want to um, to speak on this meeting. I don't think this meeting is a real thing um, because they also said that this meeting happened um, to make homosexuality a more general um, accepted thing to stop the um, re, um, reproduction of the Black man or whatever. Th there's also another paper where they said that that's why the rap artists have become so feminine. Um, to make the gay okay. So, um, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure that there's a meeting about marketing and, you know, and how they- No, it really happened. He said it, like he was there. A lot of people, a lot, what I've noticed is a lot of people, cause if you also, I don't, I don't forgot what book it was, but it was a very popular book. Um, it was actually like over 10 years ago. Um, I think it was a video vixen girl. Um, that came out with the book. And she mm -hmm. spoke about it in her book too, or whatever. But um, I think um, it's just something that's spread around, um, like like gift giving parties. Like I know that it's, it, when HIV first came out, there were people who felt, um, who felt, you know, like once you contract the disease that it's the gift and you find your purpose for living because now you know that you have, like you more, that you're more aware of your end date, I'm guessing. is, And so they go to these gift giving parties and you don't know who has HIV and they would go and get it. But people sensationalized the whole thing or whatever and made it seem like people are luring you there and you're just having sex with people and they're calling it gift giving parties or whatever. But this was a, a this is more, well, in, in my knowledge, I'm gonna just say my knowledge, um, cause I've traveled everywhere. I've seen this more so in like the LA area. I just feel like areas that have access to everything and um, you know, they get bored and they find new ways to excite themselves. Ooh, skydiving, ooh, I might land and hit the ground. Now that's boring, I've done that too many times. Let me see if I can take a risk with uh, disease that doesn't have a cure at the moment. Dude, what, 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 what you talking about? I'm confused. Um, well, when, you know, when HIV was still something that people didn't clearly understand around the same time when, um, like in Corinne Stephan's book, um, the video mm -hmm. game, and her mm -hmm. book talks about the, um, her gay friend and the gift giving parties or whatever. Like they, they, they call it the <laughs> gift. HIV is called the gift. And people go to these parties to get HIV. Oh, okay. Oh, I never heard about that. I thought this was a letter. That's what's confused. But okay, got you. Yeah, um, but so I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe in the meetings. Um, like I believe meetings happen, but I don't think they be as deep as these people want to take it. I, I think. I think these are the same people who try to. Oh, but God, Beyonce's and Illuminati. I saw red on the screen. Like, no, no, girl, this. <laughs> we're talking about. The letter, this is a letter that Crazy Bone was, that, the letter that was talking, that he was referring to, this, this is factual evidence. The meeting happened, this particular meeting happened in 1991. Yes, but, but right now, right now, somebody could say something about these odd-shaped squares and this odd space in between the squares is the void in the universe um, saying, there's always some kind of conspiracy with anything that you look at. 
like like oh, even so that, that that TV show that uh, not that TV, but that movie with um Jim Carrey and all he could think about was that number. Number twenty three. Really just sit, huh? The number twenty three. Right. If you if you really just didn't think about it, there is a way to get to that number any way you think about it. Listen, you taking me too deep right now. Um, I'm gonna one move thing, over for Rick one, right now. I'll talk to him. One thing I want to give. In the conversation, I don't want to take away from rap and hip hop. Mm -hmm. It is let's go back to the generations of the 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 birth of it in New York, in the community. This was an art form that came out of a place of anger and frustration as black men in the early 80s, throughout the 80s, and throughout the 90s were dealing with things like drugs, gang violence, oppressive nature. So this was something that was inbred and this was the only way to express what you had. If you listen to on Solange Knowles album, her last album, Master P is featured on there. And one of the things that he talks about is saying his na 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 na, he says that that was my war cry because I couldn't say anything else. So when I said that, um, that was my release, you know? So hip hop is not just a bunch of curse words and a lot of styling and profiling and pontificating. This is an art form that grew out of the frustrations of mostly black men. And so it's, I find that it is very relevant and it's very necessary in the same way that some one person can connect with something. There are lots of people that can connect with the frustrations and the um, meanings behind what those words are saying. It's not gonna appeal to everybody. It's not meant to appeal to everybody. That's what Master P says in this. If you go, go listen to Solange, a seat at the table, he's saying, my music is not for everybody. This is not for everybody to understand. This is not for everybody to have a word in, but this is me. And I think that as this goes on, yeah, there's, there's propaganda with everything. There are politics with everything. So whatever happened in this meeting and in this letter, it is probably true to form and it did happen, but let's not forget the fact that this is an expression of culture. And I'm a black man. This is a part of my culture. I grew up in the 80s. I'm probably the oldest person on this TV, on this, on this live, <laughs> even though I look so youthful. And <laughs> Talk about but, it. You know, it's a part of the, our culture. So let's not forget what the real meaning was behind it. Now, Troy, are they still uh, pontificating and creating this or assuming to create this lifestyle that I got this, I got bitches and hoes and cars and money. Yeah, they are. But no person is ever right in anything and no person is ever wrong in anything. Everything is perspective. And just the way one person may see, oh, they ain't talking about nothing but bitches and hoes and negativity and violence and drugs and guns. Somebody else may see, that's my life. That's what I see when I come out of my, my home in the morning is that I see the crackheads, I see the violence, I see the guns. This is what I have to, this is what I can relate to. So it's, there's still a validity in everybody's perception and reality of what they get from the music industry and get from rap, hip hop and artistry. Mm -hmm. yeah, I agree. All right now, Rocky. Hey, I'm ready. I'm bust. I'm about to bust through this shit. I'm about to bust through this shit. You come from Chicago. You come from New York. You come from LA. I mean, rap is very um, it's supposed to hit home. I feel like when rap was came out back in the day, it was very authentic. They was talking about. I never came from the hood, but a lot of people they were teaching about their lifestyle or where they came from, the hood, what they seen. You know what I mean? Government cheese and. And you know, hood rats and all this other shit, all the shit they seen and whatnot. That's what it was about. But then the white people, I feel like, who are the producers, was like, oh, we can sell this shit. We can sell this shit. Right? And that became big. Now, everybody just like, because I have nieces and nephews that listen to this like new rap. And I'm just like, 
what are they talking about? And when you when you finally catch on, you be like, really? This is some bullshit. You know you ain't really left you live your life. But we're not gonna we're not gonna act like uh positive rap wasn't uh created. We had Ty Lib Kwali, most deaf. Uh there's a time where LL Cool J decided to be uh uh, uh positive. The original black IP before they got Fergie. Before they got Fergie. Do you see what I'm saying? We do have positive rap, but people sleep on that because they want to hear about that gang, gang, bump, gang, 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 gang. It's all about the gang, gang, gang. Let me be hard and shit. It all happened when the Fugees broke up. They shouldn't have never broke up. <laughs> I will say that, too. You see what I'm saying? But my thing is, the real, offense, you know what I mean? We did have, even Queen Latifah, ladies first and whatnot, you know, she came out, you know, like, we, we you know, they had hood rap, which told you about their humble beginnings. But we also had positive positive rap, but people slept on that because all they was all the mainstream was trying to sell was hood rap, NWA, Easy E, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre. You know what I mean? That's what they were trying to sell back then. But those people have a place, those thought processes. Processes, how but it was real shit too. It wasn't exactly. authentic. It was not saying. fake. Okay. It was authenticity. From a from a different perspective, let's talk about the movie Precious. Precious with Monique and Gabrielle Sidibe. A lot of yeah. people look at that and say, "Oh, that's so racist. Oh, that's so negative. Oh, that's this, that, and the but other." But it was real so life. Some people's real life. Period. So just as much as because you didn't live that life doesn't mean that somebody else because. There's somebody on the streets really living that life. You know, and you driving a baby. You know, your baby became come come out with Down syndrome. Your mama telling you to live on welfare. You know, you you getting wrecked by your family member. This is some real shit out here. And but that's the, the rap they conversation. They don't want to. With the rap conversation is that some of the things, even in gangster rap, that are that are talked about, it's very real to somebody. So why do they mm -hmm. not? They everyone deserves to see a platform or a reflect a reflection of themselves on a public platform to let them know I'm okay. Does that mean that it's the most positive platform? Could be, could be not. Gangster rap in the 90s. I remember that. I remember NWA, like you brought up. I remember Tupac. Tu not me, not me, Tupac. Tupac was listen to like if you listen to his whole album he had some some shit but it was but Tupac see the reason I say not Tupac is because he was so poetic and so genius in his craft that it was different than some of the other artists that was just like fuck the police shoot a nigga up everybody dying I ain't got no, you know it was it was that was a very different type of thing. Yeah, because okay. Troy lived like the Cosby's. Troy ain't 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 ain't, ain't like none of this. <laughs> Don't do that. I, 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 where is his pudding? Uh -uh. I didn't come from that. Okay, I came from the hood, so um, I know what that life is like. Gunshots. I almost lost my life on Father's Day. Told you, real life. So I'm from the hood. I just live different now. He's from um, New York. I'm, I'm from I'm from the projects. I'm Harlem. Okay, He's but I'm definitely coming from New York. It's the truth. Yes, ma'am. He said you bugging the Goodbye. Goodbye. Um listen, y'all, we we don't we're gonna take up most of our time on this one topic, y'all. We, we were into this thing. We got so heated and debated, but let's you know, let's get back on track. We got one more topic for homeless team and we get into our main topic. So we're gonna move things over to who? Uh Yuri with NBCnews.com, some information from the NBC News. Let's do it, you know, Miss Yuri G. All right, so um, this um, this is actually an article from NBCNews.com. The article mentions the audacity of the Trump administration to award Paycheck Protection Program, PPP, um, loans also to anti-LGBT companies. Um, Aaron Matt does understand this cause for concern. However, part of him does feel that all businesses have encountered struggle in this pandemic. And if the anti-LGBT companies are allowed to take advantage of all the benefits of being a business throughout the rest of the year, the benefits shouldn't stop as a result of the pandemic. 
Nevertheless, Aaron must also acknowledge that many businesses, particularly minority-owned businesses, apply and don't get any PPPs. Aaron Matt feels that this is a tough one. What do we think, team? So, seeing that it's a pandemic, I think um, they should use this, a, a similar system that they do as people who um, have drug charges and now that they've legalized selling weed, if they want to get in business, all those Black-owned businesses, so for every other business that you help, you help three Black-owned businesses automatically. If they have a strong plan and you know they're up to date on their stuff, you you got it, buddy. You got it. But um, yeah, so for every for every corporation or white business or anti-LGBT, go ahead and support three black businesses and then let one of them other ones slide through. Okay, three more. <laughs> I let them slide through. Yeah, like that's that I mean, because it is so many things that um that people who are not of like color, they're warranted just because of their color of their skin when they walk in the bank. Like that, no shade. Like, okay, so like I was in the bank. I was in the bank. I ended up dropping some money on the floor. White woman right beside me. She picks it up or whatever. I'm reaching down for it at the same time. Banker was like, hey, hey, hey. And I'm like, huh? He was like, that's hers. And she was like, I was picking it up for her. I'm looking at him like, <laughs> like you was ready to say it was her money when it's mine, you know, just because the color of her skin or because how she's dressed. So it's like, they get, they get a lot of things just from, like they can walk onto a campus and nobody question them. But if a black person walk on a school campus and, they don't meet the look. We got a question if you ain't got a school ID. So I, I think I think it's fair, you know, that we give our community a step up or whatever, because their community already has a step up just because of the color of their skin or who they're associated with, who their grandparents grew up with. You know, like our community, we already come from a place of struggle and we have to work our way up. So they already got a leap ahead. So give us that extra leap to even level up. So, okay. I mean, but yes, yeah, I think this is the same program that they should have for LGBT um, PPP plan, you know. But um, Rick, what you think? You know, I'm gonna make a bold statement and I'm going to say that although it is unfortunate and sometimes unfair that as people of color or as people of the LGBTQIA plus community, we don't receive the same types of financial support that other races or other communities do. There is a strength in that if we tap into it. The strength is let's work harder and we become stronger we become better in comparison it may not we may not get the credit for it cuz let's let's talk, let's be real as people of color as people of certain communities sexual communities or um, personal communities we don't get the same respect and we don't get the same acknowledgement as other communities mainstream communities get white people but we are so strong and we are so resilient and we're always coming up. You think about major innovations that are made in our society from back to the days of slavery. Let's talk about the inventions that black people created from the days of slavery to today to make things more productive for their own selves. Talk about let's it. Talk about, let's talk about the LGBTQ community who has reinvented itself on multiple occasions in effort to just fit in, in effort to just be accepted. So, you know, truth of the matter is, yeah, there, the truth of the matter is there is money in America. There is money in the world. 
They say deficits, they say this and that, but money is there. Money is paper. You can make that stuff up. They burn that stuff when it gets too old. So the finances are there. It's about getting to a place of who is eligible to receive those things, to receive those finances. And if we can't get it, let's reinvent ourselves. Don't reinvent the wheel, but let's make the wheel move more smoothly. Well, I think another thing is like in those segregated times um, where only whites could go to white businesses and only blacks could go to black businesses, we were a thriving community. And once they realized that that community was strong by us feeding our products back into our community, that's when I feel like they made it very impressionable about labels. Like, what really makes Louis Vuitton better than anybody else or whatever? And I think um, that's what really broke things up is, um, is, you know, the way that they brainwashed us to think, oh, this is better because we said it's better. Oh, that white man say that this is better, so it must be better because it's a whites only. Like y'all couldn't get this before, now y'all can get this. This was this was too good for y'all, but we being nice and letting y'all get it. But it really was no better. It was just something that we had never had. So we just thought because they weren't allowing us to get it, it must be better. Right. And that process never changed. Now they just have our own people sell it to us with rappers in music videos wearing Versace and all these different people when our own community creates the same products and much better actually. But those are not the ones they're gonna put out there, of course, because they want you to buy what they want you to buy. Right. Yeah, I mean, because, that, because we know who, who running TV right now. That's where that reinvention process comes to is that if we work together as a community, as a community of people of color, as a community of our LGBTQIA community, if we work together in tandem, we're smart people, we're resilient people. Mm-hmm. There are ways we can come up with, we can, yeah, we can invent and we can create things that are incredible, but we also need to give credit to the people, to the marketers, to the advertisers, to the people who know how to get this out there. Okay, you made this great product. It makes your hair look sickening. It makes your clothes lay down perfectly. How do we get that out there so that our businesses are not just struggling and we have these creatives that are making something that is very valuable before it gets to other people's hands and they say, oh, I came up and I created such and such. We've been doing this for years. We've been cutting the bottoms off of pot socket holes and putting four pairs on and now you come up with something that's better and call it Spanx and you making mad money. Black women been doing that. They've been creating girl, you know what I'm saying? Just like little stuff, we, in addition to innovating and creating, we also have to get to a place where we can market ourselves and get ourselves out there to be able to become profitable in, in the business spectrum, in the business world. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Oh, wow. All right, well, got you um, stuck here. We got you stuck, girl. I see you. Well, Rocky, Rocky, I hope you ain't sleep because you seem you seem kind of quiet. Child, I'm gonna tell you something. I just believe in in it, that if anybody don't support us, it's just like the black dog. Then then nobody support us. Stop investing in people that do not support us, and we can make our own. There's people out there where they was not supported by a certain group of people and they went out and made their own. We just need, we are talented people on our own. We make shit happen. People come to us. You think about the shit that we run, people come to us, right? Stop supporting these other people and and just build our own. That's that's the, all it goes down to. You know what I mean? That's that's what I believe in. You know what I mean? You got all we 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 have it so fucked up where we are supporting people like Chick Fil A. I never ate Chick Fil A. Don't do that. I don't have that. friends who eat at Chick Fil A. That macaroni and cheese look good, but because they don't support. They don't like it to you. They do. Maybe. 
Baby, guess it's what? Weird. Guess what? My phone comes from Mississippi. I know how to make a macaroni I was better than that shit. On, on Chick-fil-A's lemonade until I found a Chinese restaurant who had a better book. Yuri. 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 Shut up. I need to make my own restaurant. I need so my own. So when they got mac and cheese, this is very good. I, I can make my own shit. I can make my own shit. And make my own restaurant, and y'all can come my shit and support my shit. But black people don't support each other. LGBT black people don't support each other. But you know what, Rocky? Rocky, real quick, that is another mentality and a stigma that we have to break. As a business owner and as a small business owner, if I were to say, oh, I ain't going to do my stuff because I'm black and ain't no black people going to support me. My thing is, if I got, I'm working, look, come out with you. I work for a company right now. I work for my brother-in-law. He's a doctor, right? How he started, he let a lot of people slide, but he's trying to bring everything up. Not everybody feeling entitled, and they, oh, it costs this much? I'm not trying to pay this much. But you be go, you go to a white-owned company and pay whatever. But those are stigmas and mentalities that we have to break, and it has to start somewhere. It 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 has to start somewhere and if we as a people as we have again as communities of color as communities of what our sexual preference is if we as a people break those mentalities but how do we support each other people not not one mind one accord we could talk well, i mean about it, it starts day. one person at a time though if we we sit here and we say together as a unit hey we would agree we want to support black businesses we know it's a problem then we start by us five saying i'm gonna buy back I'm gonna buy buy black. You know what I'm saying? It starts with that. So that's what Rick's trying to get at. Like it's, it has to stop at some point. And so how do we stop it? How do we move past it? And that's like Rick is doing as a small business, saying, "Look, I'm a black man and I have my own business." You know what I'm saying? And I'm if I, if I allow black people ain't gonna buy nothing to to, to you know to, to be a thing, then I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. he he's writing what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? Like we mm-hmm. gotta stop that. And that's the same thing as we talked about the rap music earlier. We gotta we gotta make change. Like. It's, it's it's a new decade. My thing it's a is, new I time. just feel you like, know, so I mean, individually, you, we can feel how we feel, but my thing is, a lot of people don't try to jump on that as a community. And that's, we don't support each other. We right, don't. but if you keep saying that, but it's going to continue exactly. to be, a, it, it, it continues to be okay. So what we're trying to say is, let's not stop, stop saying that. Let's focus on using we the platform we have. That, but people still think how they feel. Right, that's but if we cool, sit here and but, say but it, take, one thing that I'm a very, uh, uh, very sure about is it only takes one person to connect you from your there to your there, and if you reach that one person, whether it's let's look at let's look at brands and people that Oprah put on, Dr. Phil, uh, Rachel Ray, people that came, and I'm just using her as an example. I'm not trying to start nothing, but it takes one person. T.D. Jakes and Tyler Perry, T.D. Jakes and Oprah. You know, you you look at Tyler Perry and what he's done. It just took one person to see Tyler Perry for him to go from a Chitlin Circuit, black play producer, writer, director, for him to now be one of the largest players in the Hollywood industry. But that come a dime a dozen too. Exactly. But you know what you just said was something that takes it down for the next person. I'm you know, thinking about how everybody else thinks. We have to change our mentality to say, you know what? I have, I can write, I can direct, I can act, I can sing, I can this, I can that, and go for it. If we live in a mentality that says, oh, yes, a dime a dozen, they don't go, only go let one of us through, we go back to those same rep, uh, slavery mentalities, sl- Sambo mentality that, oh, I gotta, I gotta dance for Master, and maybe if I dance real good, he'll let me through. You know, if we come to a place where we say, we let our drive say, I'm the baddest MF and the MF in town, and Mm. ain't no MF going MF with me, you know, Mm. we open up a whole new world. And what you can do, the thing about it is of human nature that goes before color, that goes before race, gender, creed, et cetera. If we, Mm -hmm. as people, as humans, have more power and are empowered to say, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, and can't nobody stop me. You have a lot more opportunity. You have a lot more potential than living in a place that says, 
Yeah, well, they're only going to let one of us be president in, in our lifetime. They're only going to let one of us uh, be a celebrity in our lifetime. Those types of things are what keeps us locked in prison and those mindsets we do have to break so that everybody can come through. You know, advertising mm. is really word of mouth. The best advertising that you can have is word of mouth. Because if your friend, think about how many times your friend puts you on and says, oh, go check this place out. Go do this, go do that, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. As a who don't go there, don't support X, Y, Z, it's the same thing. And in just in the same way that people can put somebody on, people can put somebody off. You just said you don't, you don't do Chick-fil-A. Why don't you do Chick-fil-A? You know what I'm saying? It's because of a, re a specific reason. My thing because it was told to me. I mean, I, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm not into politics, news, and all that shit. Uh, I, don't, I don't give a fuck about politics. I really don't. But when I heard they don't support LGBTQ, my thing is, why must I put my investment in you? Your macaroni and cheese look good as fuck. But baby, I can make something better. I can do Listen, Guess what? I have cooking abilities where I can do that shit in my own place. But my thing, you don't support me, but but I know some people that's from the LGBTQ some LGBTQ community that supports companies that did not support LGBTQ. My thing is just like the Black Dollar, they don't support Black Lives Matter. Why put your money in there? You have. I mean, to just like you're saying what you're saying now about what you're saying just in closing. We gotta close out, y'all. We still talking. What's wrong with y'all? Y'all listen. We supposed to miss God. Child, cause look, um, it got me. And I ain't, even, I ain't even get my chance yet. Um, at the end of the day, um, I think it's important to understand, regardless of when it comes to business, we understand that based on that article, business is not happening the way it should be. LGBTQ businesses aren't getting the support that they need, and and, and at the end of the day, we know the other businesses are. So, with that being said. Support the businesses that need the help, which are the LGBTQ businesses and the Black-owned businesses. Those other businesses, like I said earlier, are going to thrive because they have the money. Support the businesses that need the money. Period. I'm, that's my part. One minute. I'm done. Go ahead. Uh, you'll be close it out. We can move on. All right. Well, it seemed like um, all y'all had a lot to say. And um, I hope we all um, can come together as a community and push through because um, it only really takes that one person. But um, we'll go ahead and get to our next subject. Um, go ahead and get to it, I guess. Yeah, well, thank you guys for tuning in to the Homo's Tea. This has been uh, Homo's Tea with the Homo's Talk Show. Um, we're going to get right over to our main topic. Like, comment, subscribe, y'all. If you're watching now, we're still live. Please like, <laughs> comment, subscribe. Right. All that good stuff. You know, we're 85, I think. 86, one of those. But we've been doing this and doing this and doing it. Wow. Okay. And we're bringing you all sorts of people uh, from the LGBTQ uh, spectrum and our allies to, you know, put them out in the world and let them know what we're doing and bring, you know, bring them into our world at the Homos uh, Talk Show. So um, please make sure, show 85. Um, we also have a link tree, uh, which shows all of our information. So be sure to check it out. Um, make sure y'all check out VerseTV.com uh, too. I mean, y'all get all on versetv.com, period. <laughs> okay. Or writing. Mm -hmm. The Homo's Talk Show, Verse TV. It's your boy, Troy. Let's get the culture search today. Let's go. Up in these streets, My name is Rick Elliott Davis. Glad to be here. I just gagged at the, the energy. I just gagged. Okay, I was not expecting that. Okay, you got it. <laughs> On Verse TV.